two, one. Yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. What's up, everybody? This is Command Time with Kayla and DT. Oh, God. Um, well, we're four and eight. Don't don't know how I um I want to describe that. Four and eight. We for those that you know were under where we at. Um, we had you know spent some time with family and stuff. So, in a span of one week, we lost to the New York Giants, to Tommy freaking DeVito, and we got cooked on Thanksgiving. Um, Kayla, how, how was your Thanksgiving dinner, and how do you feel about the past two games so far? Okay, so past two games, the Alice game, I thought we was going to at least fight a little bit harder than we did. Uh, Giants game, I wasn't too pissed about it because I kind of had a feeling that it was going to happen. I, but I did want us to beat the Cowboys, or at least be competitive against them. But it's like the whole defense collapsed. Sam Howell threw an uncostly interception towards the end of the game. Different things just, it was just like a bad on top of bad on top of bad on top of worse when um they decided to eat turkey on the sidelines while the game was still going on. Um, I was completely opposite. I I was extremely confident in the Giants game, and I knew the Dallas game was either going to be a blowout or a close game. But got the blowout. Um, so I don't even know what to do at this point. Like we're. <sighs> It's four. We're four and eight. Like the season's basically over. Not over until it's over. Not over until that lady sings. We're not doing this. The season is over. It's not over until we are four. We have lost all division games to all of our opponents with one more waiting. And even you win that, you're not getting in the playoffs. That's You're not, not over until it's over. We're not, the season is over. Accept it. Go ahead, make it's a brandy. Not cookie. over until it's go over. Go ahead, go ahead, and make a brandy cookie and put the season record. Because more than likely, either we're going to be four and thirteen, five and twelve, six and eleven. We're not even going to hit seven wins. Respectfully. That's what you think. Uh, the season is not over. Let's talk about the, the season is over. What what is what is this in the Let's talk about the changes that have been made after the Dallas massacre on Thanksgiving. How do you feel about them letting go of Vessel Meyer, who is the DB's coach, and as well as Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, who's had a roller coaster experience? The main person still here, but you know it's great golden season. Del Rio had a part in this horrible defense as well. Um, 
Vizemar as well. We talked about it multiple times about how Chris Harris is definitely missed. But at the same time, these guys got to make plays and they have to learn how to communicate within this defense, which has been four years for majority of these players, three for some, and it's first time for some people, which I can understand. But at the end of the day, this was just a scrape doping for this regime. Defense is horrible. It's been horrible. It's been far too inconsistent. Um, I could, to be honest with you, I could, I could care less about the firings within the defensive room. It, it was expected on a Friday. I don't think it was pretty much the fans wanted it, of course, um, needed to happen, but I don't think it was pretty much expected. One, with the Harris group early on in the regime saying they want to wait and see how everything plays out after the year. It's also in the past, we've never had like in a while an in-season coach firing. So I wasn't surprised. It needed to happen because I've been saying all year this the team has outgrown the system. Something's off in the locker room. You, may, you that that may have been the a, a piece of the puzzle that needed to be removed in order for the puzzle to continue to be in place to back together. Uh, okay, so let me say this. So when we're talking about head coach firings, we did. I definitely there were going to be expectations someone's going to be fired. It wasn't going to be Ron. It had to be Del Rio because they were going to keep Ron regardless of how we felt. But the main culprit of this season has been the defense, and it was either going to be both the DB coach. Do you have faith in Ron calling the defense and them bringing in actually a pretty qualified candidate to replace Vesselmeyer? Do you think that may change anything on the defense? Maybe a scheme change. Maybe a player doesn't get played as much. What if what if Mayo was? Del Rio's guy, and he was stuck up and only wanted to see Mayo out there. What if Ron put the Jabril Cox in there? What if they play a little bit more zone? What if the defense plays a little bit better and the offense just pretty much play how they've been playing and putting up at least 20 points? So that's that's just going to make it even worse for Ron to be fired because now you come out and say, well, there are definitely some philosophy differences that I had with him, but that's where I have a problem. And I understand I had a conversation with a fellow um, podcaster, you know, say at the end of the day, coaches, you got, sometimes you got to let your coaches rock in spite of some of the questionable calls, but it's different when you're a guy who is a head coach and you also have power over majority of personnel and the decisions of the team. And I just felt like for Ron to come out and say that, which we already had kind of speculated that there are some philosophy differences to him to say that it it just shows that if I see a couple of games and the defense plays more fundamentally sound than this whole year, I just have to let Ron go because you decide not to put your foot down when it's necessary. But what if the ownership group still wanted them to play out a little bit longer? What if after that Giants game they wasn't ready to let to make any big change coaching moves? What if but it was, was, I don't think I'm, I'm was ownership, he, I don't think that was ownership move though. I think that was Ron. 
I think I think the Del Rio and the defensive firing that was all Ron Rivera. Yes, with that being said, with all of this being said, do you believe, like, even though we were like a high draft pick, I would like at least within the top 10, hopefully. But the season's still not over. But I would hope we get at least in the top 10. Right now, we're top five. But I do think they do scrape away a few more wins, like maybe against the Rams. They could probably scrape one against the Cowboys at the end. Um, there's, there's still ways we could, we could, they could probably even beat Miami tomorrow. You never know. You never Kayla, stop. Stop. I'm, I'm being honest. I am being stop. honest. Have you watched Miami's defense? Hey, look, we, if, we, if, if we couldn't stop Tommy DeVito, the Giants always give this you team problems with a little bit no matter. With the, with the injuries on the defense, you have no Forbes. St. Juice has regressed. Your best corner and big defensive backs are Kendall But Fuller. they have a new coach who actually knows how to coach up Dallas. What, what, somebody what off coach? the couch. What, what, what new coach? You didn't know they picked up the defensive backs coach. That the guy that just got Kendall there? So huh? you're, you're putting you're putting all that weight on a guy who just got there. They, I'm saying they can play better than they have been. They've already been bad. What can with, you do? Only go up. Didn't the guy just get here this week? Yeah, but I'm saying they still can play better than they have. You never know. I'm just saying, don't. I'm not putting. I'm not saying Miami will lose. You truly, never know. I truly love Their your defense. Offense. Have been spotty all year. Huh? Sometimes you got to be real with yourself. I'm being honest. I'm being real with myself. Ain't nobody gonna change me. Or how I'm I not feel. trying to change. You. I'm just saying, like, I can expect a, a better change the next game because the guy just got here. I'm not expecting it this week. You never know. He's been a NFL coach before you. I'm a screen show. So I'm I'm just gonna let you know how nasty this is. I started two against us and Tyreek Hill's on my fantasy team. So if I see a certain amount of yardage that wins me a fantasy this week because I'm already eleven and one, I'm screenshotting it and I'm sending it to you. That's perfectly fine. But like I said, this I'm not I'm not saying like what the what if what, what we don't get as fans, I don't think this locker room has given up on Ron. I we it's definitely time for him to go. But I don't think those guys, I think those guys genuinely like Ron Rivera. Like you they never try to ever shade him. They shaded other coordinators that were hired by okay, him. Look, but that's cool to like, like someone. Huh? That's cool to like someone, but do you love them? I think they're gonna watch the I think they're gonna play a little harder for him tomorrow. I think that I don't I don't know it's something I, I don't I don't he's definitely going to be gone after this year but I don't think this team is giving up on the season like I think they Del real missing may want them to play harder I don't know like, there was also some articles out that the players wanted Ron to take up some of what EB's um play calling duties this year they like Ron like it's something about him we may not see it as fans but it's something about him that they never dished him they always speak high of him. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe this one little move can can just just change a mindset of the team. Because they're not going to go out there. Oh, we got the Dolphins. Oh yeah, we've been a, not even play good. Usually in the past, not this season, but in the past few seasons, in the past against good teams, this team will step up. So what if change is what was needed? Even though change is going to be needed at the end of the year when Ron is gone. But I still don't think this, this team has given up on the year or on Ron honestly. The changes are coming too late. If we're being honest, it, it should. It, as a head person, it shouldn't take me this long to realize that 
the philosophies and my gut feeling that the, the way they're running the defense should That's have been changed. The should be gone. At the same time, the season still got to go on. They've already said he stinks at the end of the season. So now let's see how we can build on Who's staying to the end of the season? Who's staying to the end of the season? We all we know this is what I'm saying. We already know Ron was gonna stay. We're talking about the, the defensive staff. I expected defensive changes in during the season because it's, it's no way you can just sit there and allow that. But my problem was with Ron is when he came out and said, Oh, he had uh, indifference of philosophies. That's what that's what's bothering me. So going back to the going back to the little bit of the Giants game, what's anything did anything stand out in that game? Nothing stand out. We had six turnovers. Okay. What about against Dallas? <laughs> Nothing stood out other than six turnovers. What about against Dallas? Nothing stood out about that game either. I could say that third quarter, if they would have put the same energy they put in in the third quarter the whole game, it would have been a different game. That third quarter, Dallas could not score. We couldn't score either. But if that defense would have kept that same energy that they had the third quarter the whole game, it would have been a different game. How about the defense kept the energy all four quarters? But you also got to give credit. Dallas has played strong this season. They still got a hard stretch of games left, but so far Dallas has played strong this season. Yeah, and – the tight end you said was strong. He was cooking. Talking about schoolmaker. Yeah, you you trashed your tight end room. You did. Go ahead. Chew them bullets. Chew them bullets. Gummy worms. Chew them. Who did I? This is really bad. Like, oh my God, we were really four and eight. So, so moving forward, how do you feel about Sam Howell to this point? Are you ready to move on from him? Are you ready to start with a new quarterback that's upcoming with uh, with the draft pick being right now a top five pick at this point? How do you feel about Sam Howell? Which direction would you like to see the team going in in the future? With Sam. I, I, I definitely seen the upside. I definitely see the mounds. We still got five games left. Um, the main thing I just want to see from Sam is just, you know, consistency um, and, you know, try to cut down on the turnovers. And not only just for Sam, I want to see EB grow as well with Sam because there, there's definitely times where I feel like Very we can stagnant. I wouldn't say stagnant, but I'll say stubbornness to run certain things when it should be this way. Like the past couple of weeks, we've been seeing Sam moving out of the pocket before people open. I feel like we should run bootlegs with Sam Howell. I mean, they run it in shotgun, but they don't run it a variation of it from under center. I don't know if because he can't run it, but I mean, we saw him last year with Scott Turner running. I, I just feel like moving him from his launch points a little bit more will help the offense and help the wide receivers um, get some big gains. Another thing I want to see 
um, from Sam is, you know, try to cut down on the turnovers. Um, I think Sam is the only one right now with 20-plus big-time throws, but also 20-plus turnover where he plays. So let's it's, – it's, it's so far, it's just a roller coaster with a young quarterback. But I will say I'm, I'm leaning towards building around the kid because I feel like I just don't want to have the same mistake that we had years ago um, with a young, another young quarterback. I feel like this person, you can win games with him um, either with a good team around him or because of him. We just need to build this roster the right way, especially the offensive line, get him a defense that can consistently get him the ball. Yes, and I also can you hear me? What did happen? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, wide receiver from this I, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I missed what you were saying. Now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, yes. Like I'm saying, how do you feel about this? Are you are you are you on the fence? I've heard a few commanders fans say they think it's time to move on from Terry. How do you feel about that? No, I don't think it's Time to move on from Terry. I mean, this is his only one bad season, and he's still learning a new offense. Um, I will say, I think toe energy, toe injury has affected him as well this season. I mean, if, if it was affecting him, they would definitely put on report injury reports, but we haven't seen his name pop on injury report since the preseason. But I just think. I still think they need playmakers to to help open them up a little bit more, mainly at tight end. And could use a a big wide receiver as well next year. A a receiver with some size. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not on the on there. Like I've been hearing it quite a lot. It's time to move on from Terry. But like you said, he's only had one bad season. You walk into a FedEx field steady. it's not just about people expect people to be perfect. There's no perfect people in the world. Like he's had one bad year, but other than that, he's been a cornerstone pretty much for his offense with all the drama. He's been humble. He's a good character. You can go into a stadium and all you can hear when you hear somebody just chanting your name, that no. speaks volumes. There'll be a lot of kids, See? a lot of adults just be chanting Terry. He had one bad year, but when he bounces back up, I want the same Commanders fans to keep the same energy when he bounces back next season or towards the end of this season, if he still can. But I think, like, players can, are, are allowed to have one bad season. It's not time to move on from all of that because the next children organization has no patience. You just paid the guy last year. What type, like, 
I can see him next year. He also takes another step back from after the step back he's taken this year. Then you may want to start having that conversation, but not after one bad season. After so many good seasons. But see, even even you saying that, I feel like you're kind of coming for you know a little bit of the personal side. To me, for Terry, Terry really hasn't had. I want to say it. Terry is a good receiver. And for us, we'll probably say he's elite because he's doing everything in spite of bad quarterback play. But I, I haven't seen a game where Terry had like what A.J. Brown has done to us or what C.D. Lamb has done to teams in his perspective. And I, I understand the, the quarterback the quarterback thing that has been a constant, but if we if you can go back to when DeAndre Hopkins didn't have uh, a number one quarterback, even when he didn't before he got Deshaun Watson, he put up those crazy numbers like uh, AJ Brown and CD before he got a guy. So I, I think that's truly the question with Terry. Like, do we as a fan base overrate him because he has been? a quarterstone in our offense because we really had nobody else. And he's still our best receiver. Um, I I just feel like, you know, for him, there there's still some things that I feel like him as a receiver, he could still be better at, especially like catching the ball instead of catching with his hand. He's always been kind of a hand catcher from his, his body catcher from his days at Ohio State. Um, his release package could be a little bit more smoother. They're like it's just those little things. Um, but I still think he's, I still think he's a top ten to twelve receiver in the league. He's just you know there's a lot of things going on with this team this year, and he's still our best receiver. Yeah, I just think he will bounce back. I think he, we found our quarterback. I think he likes Sam. I just think he has that got to get trust into this new offense. I, this is still a new offense with a whole offense. <laughs> but he still needs to – but I just think he just having one bad year. I think he's going to bounce back and be back to himself or even a little bit better once he does bounce back. Give him another year in this offense if we still have the same offense next year. Like, he's going to have to go through so many different offensive schemes as well. Like, the contested catches, he has a lot of DBs that he's owned. He's just having a bad year, like, and he's not even a, a bad worse than he's had. He's still having an okay year. Like, I still think he finishes with like a thousand, no more than a thousand. Um, probably still a thousand yard receiver by the end yeah. of the year. But probably. this is also the thing: if when we talk about the those, elite, more. that's what I was saying. When we talk about those elite receivers, usually those elite receivers are getting like the touchdowns and the big yard is like. 1,200 to 1,500 yards. Terry has always been at a minimum of 1,000 to 1,100,000. 11, but uh, last year was his career high. He was like seven yards away from 1,200. 12, so uh, I, I will add context to that. But I, I just – I'm not giving up Terry. Like, Terry, he's still a cornerstone. I just think we need – we still need a little bit more around him. And especially, I know people probably want Curtis Samuel back. I probably would too. But if they let him go, I'll, I'll definitely try to add somebody with a little more size to play 
the Y or Z receiver, yeah. In the offense, and then put Jahan in the slot. Yeah, because Jahan, Jahan worked wonders in the slot. Like I, and another thing with the um, Dallas game, tackling has been terrible. Like, oh my goodness, this defense got to play a little bit better. I, I'm just praying that they play better tomorrow. Like, I just hope it's not no like blowout. And I think they're going to, you know, I really think they're going to. I think they're going to have a solid game tomorrow. Um, when I don't know, I think they just going to have a solid game tomorrow but going back to the Giants game moving forward to next season what do we have to do to stop the New York Giants stop turning the ball over they always beat us in different ways oh no they, they, beat they beat us because we beat ourselves we keep turning the ball over Every every game outside the game, well, no, every game we have played that we have turned the ball over. And that has been the recipe. And if you notice, every time we played them, the, they didn't blow us out. The game's been close because in spite of their our talent, we overcome that and we still lose because of dumb things. Six turnovers is ridiculous, yo. Like, you can't win playing football. Is unacceptable. Okay, I mean, how do you? If we if we stop turning the ball over, we we win those Giants games despite of getting the sacks and the negative plays. Like that has been the problem every time we play a Giants team. We we turn the ball over. We 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 have these dumb penalties and. All this other stuff, and even though Sam has played bad, I still think he's the guy. It's just that's gonna be the one team. Um, I'm praying we beat them, bro. Like, Me too. I've been praying for the past. How do you feel about our linebacker court going into next season? Do you think we bring it's time for us to actually spend big bucks on a linebacker? What do you think this this draft doesn't have that many great linebacker depth? They have. It was up to me if I was a GM, I would get a Jeremiah Jeremiah Trotter. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about the linebacker position until I know who the defensive coordinator is because it might be a possibility to scheme change or whatever goes on. I I definitely think they sign a linebacker and they probably draft one because knowing the next regime comes in, they're not going to pick up Jamin Davis' fifth-year option. If they do, I'll be extremely surprised. Not unless he balls out these last few games. Other than that, you know, I don't think they pick up that option. Yeah. And so, one thing I do want to say about this offense these past few weeks, even though we've been losing, but Brian Robinson has been looking pretty solid. And I like the way he's been used, but they start using him and then they stop using him. He's the most consistent part of our offense. If we're being honest, him and Sam, 
and then it's a sprinkle of maybe Logan Thomas and Terry Curtis Samuel. Like other than that, it's you don't know who's going to get the ball, but that's that's a cool thing. But um, we we got some building blocks for next year for this team. I just I'm wondering who's going to be the GM and who's going to be the head coach to not only have the X's and O's, but be able to form a relationship with these guys. Because if it's not, we're going to be stuck in the same cycle like we always do. But I don't think we're going to be stuck in that cycle. Um, I think this team has a good makeup of players. Um, it just needs the right coaching to get the most out of each other. It needs the right coaching to put these players in the best chances to make plays when it matters. When you see teams in our division, like the Eagles and Cowboys, they got players that get set up to make the plays when it matters. Me, for this team, I feel like it's it's always a prayer. And, you know, football is all about probability, but um, I just think once we get that in here and establish, I think we have something um, for the future. Another another thing bothering me is so I, I've been thinking about it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save this for the offseason because it's it's one coaching guy I I despise him, but I wouldn't be mad if he was our coach. But I'll say that for another pod. That Jim Harbaugh, I mean John Harbaugh. <sighs> Oh my god. Yes, this is it's him. I got a question. Do you think this regime may go through the college route to look for like a coach? I think they're going any route to find the best guy to coach the Washington Commanders. It, it could be college or NFL. I feel like they're gonna hire the best man for the job and the best GM for the job. Yeah, I just hope our first pick, we need us a tackle. Uh, we need it. If we can't get it with the first pick, move up. We got draft capital. Move up to get us good tackles. I want to come out of the draft with at least two tackles. One that can start and one who can probably start mid-season, late-season, second season. Uh, yeah, that's... That'll be a dream, but we we haven't even got it. So, any, any last words before we close out? Can you repeat that? Say so any last words before we close out for the night. Just next season, we have to beat the Cowboys and the Giants. Um, we'll have this new regime. It's gonna, I think, gonna steer us in the right direction. Right moves were made due to the embarrassments within the division. Right moves were made, getting rid of defensive coordinator and the defensive backs coach. Let us let let the team know and the NFL know we're, that this team not about to keep getting embarrassed every week. But let's see if the players take that statement as well and move through these last five games with that same energy. And that's all I have to say. Don't forget, even though we may have lost to both of them. It's never Cowboys time, never the Giants time, 
never Philly time, but it's always command time. You can also follow me on Twitter, KPOW0922. Yeah, you guys can follow me at D Cleveland Jr. personal podcast page and at Darius Riggs ends and out the podcast stage with that being said this is command time with kaylin dt on the ffsn network got me feeling so free free